you're listening to us this is the drunken ux podcast the drunken ux podcast is brought to you by gas mark 8 at gasmarkate.com i am your host michael feenan i am a web developer analytics and something else guy i don't know what but for now let's call me a host and i have with me on the other side of this microphone hi this is aaron hill i'm also a web developer and i have opinions and i'm on my third drink tonight uh only your third okay i'll catch up to you in a second here uh <laughs> So if, if you are tuning into Drunken UX for the first time, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash drunkenux or twitter.com slash drunkenux. We kept it simple for you. This evening, I can tell you that I am having a delicious uh, and well-aged Aberfeldy 12. Um, I'm on – I don't know. I lost count. I'm on glass, what, two, two and a half, two, three. <laughs> I don't know. After a while, you keep adding to the glass even though it's not really empty. So mm, we'll see what happens. Uh, Aaron, Aaron, uh, remind me, what are we talking about tonight? I, I We're talking about autoplaying videos and why oh, we Jesus hate Christ. them. <laughs> why? Whose idea was this? And I don't know. And, and I mean either the episode or the videos themselves. Either one of them kind of pisses me off at this point. So the internet. Take that as you us. may. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Okay. So, uh, and I'm going to group something else in here because it's, it's kind of a video, kind of not. But it, it goes to the root of the problem, I think, that um, – I don't torrent. I don't download things illegally. I'm sure you don't either. Nope. I'm sure none of our listeners do. They have no, no idea what, what we're talking about. But um, my, I, I'm told, I'm told here that uh, one of the things that really annoys people is when they are visiting their favorite download site of some sort, and they click on the latest episode of uh, I don't know what's what's popular uh, these days is Game of Teen Mom. Teen Mom. Game 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 of Teen Mom. Game of Teen Mom. Okay. Okay, uh, they click on the latest episode of Game of uh, Team Mom, uh, season eleven, episode forty-two, and as they are trying to download it, they get this: "Hello, <laughs> if you're over eighteen, please click on, you know, parts of my body to play this game. I promise it's a safe game, but if you click right, I'll make some nice noises for you." <laughs> Our kingdom is in danger. <laughs> Our kingdom is in danger. Please save us. And, of course, you've got, like, 27 tabs open like we all do. Right. And you don't know which one's making the noise. You just want to download your TV show. And all I can think about is my wife's trying to sleep down the hallway right now. What, what the fuck is up with that? <laughs> then everybody thinks they're watching porn. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't, I don't know what to do with these people anymore because, I don't know, I've been using the website since the 90s, and... We haven't had this problem until recently because mm -hmm. video used to be a thing that, like, you you know, you couldn't do. Mm. We had what did we have? We had real video, right? Real video was the first oh big God, standard yes. in terms of what. Yeah. Dot RM. That that was how you got video to people, and it was like, do you do you have a fourteen four K modem? Oh man. Then here's the one you get to see that is the size of a postage stamp. <laughs> it it was a a scarce resource, right? Yeah. It. It was something that you used for very special things, but anymore, uh, no, they just kind of stick that shit everywhere they can get away with it. Sometimes multiple on the same site, even. You know, if you go to, if you maybe you don't want to download it, you just want to go and stream it on a website, a cartoon or something, and 
And then, like, while you, after you hit play and it's playing, and then all of a sudden there's an advertisement to the side that's like, like, you should buy this car because it's great. <laughs> oh, this, there we go. Yeah. That That's the sound effect we needed. Yeah. Uh, no, you know, I've ran into that with DirecTV. Um, I use DirecTV now. I stream my TV now because who wants to pay for cable? <gasps> um, but their service, not so mature yet. They're still <laughs> having a little bit of trouble with that. And uh, one thing that I have noticed with it is they have a habit of double playing ads. So an ad will be playing and a second ad will load oh. like in the stream and they will overplay on each other. I've heard that. I don't have direct TV, but I've heard that happen. It's, it's so weird. Um, and it's, it's worth that, you know, it's a little different than, you know, the audio autoplay issue, but it is the audio thing. And that's where I think I'm going to end up coming back to a lot during this conversation is mm-hmm. the video isn't really the problem, right? Mm mm. It's the audio. It's it's that cognitive load that it stresses a web user and and what they're trying to accomplish. You can always look somewhere else on the screen, but you can't hear different channels in your ears. Right, right. Your your eyes are multi-channel, right? Mm-hmm. Your ears are not. Everything that comes in just comes in. So, and when when I think about cognitive load, I I come back to like um, who was it? Uh, Steve Krug, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Everything that that he talks about and don't make me think and when you stress users and add friction to any kind of experience, mm-hmm. it big builds up and and you uh, you you kind of uh, it it creates a bad UX because every tiny little thing you know like adds to onto it and then it makes a, overall the kind of the gestalt experience of the of the website you're using. Uh, becomes kind of negative because of all these tiny little things like you know the flashing text here and the bright red background and then your picture of your cat and yeah you know what's wild about that as well at least to me is when we think about uh, cognitive load and ux stress and and friction and in uh in interactions when you are auto playing something on a web page you have the effect not only of pissing off the user that's on your page but you're pissing off users on other pages. If I've got 12 tabs open and I'm not on your tab right. and you distract me from the thing that I'm doing on somebody oh, else's website, the... it, oh. it's not that I'm going to blame them, but it's definitely going to interrupt what I am doing on yeah. that site. Pay attention and to so me. I'm a website. It, it, yeah, it's very much an attention whore kind of, mm-hmm. uh, kind of thing, right? <sighs> when we think about how users perceive this right Mm -hmm. it gets into a lot of stuff about not just the cognitive load but the technical load of it right yeah um we start thinking about how pages load i man how long have we spent talking about load times on web pages Mm -hmm. and making sure stuff happens as quickly as humanly possible yeah like a prime concern for any web developer (laughs) right yeah this never happens when we start talking about video though Mm mm-hmm when video, when you have a video player, and especially if you've got one that is focused on auto playing something, mm-hmm. it, I feel like all of that goes out the window. Yeah, I mean, all if a lot of times you got a video that just starts playing and it's like sucking down that data, and if the page hasn't even finished loading yet, you know, like, forget forget the rest of your bandwidth if you're not on a high bandwidth connection. The funny part is you've got folks, you've got two different types of folks, right? The ones who are like YouTube, who if you embed a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. It generally doesn't autoplay, mm-hmm. but it it does load all of the player data asynchronously. So you've mm-hmm. got all the Chrome, you've got all of the stuff is loading in parallel, which is fine. Yeah. 
at least asynchronous doesn't generally interrupt the flow. Mm-hmm. Um, Usually, it an does iframe. in some cases. Well, it's an iframe, so it's not going to uh, stop the DOM from loading, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With with YouTube, uh, I'm thinking about stuff like if you are running just a say a general ecom site though, and you've got mm-hmm. say a big autoplay video in your <laughs> header. Yes. I've I've got a site yeah. I, that I work on that is set up like that. That they wanted this video, and they're using a canned WordPress theme mm-hmm. to pull it off. And the WordPress theme that they're using doesn't have a fallback of any kind. Oh, so, so just while. Yeah, so while that video is loading and the player is loading, you just sort of have this gray background. <laughs> Our website's cool, I promise. I promise it's cool. <laughs> just, but just, just wait. Hang out. Yeah. Wait a second. We'll get there eventually. Don't worry. Don't start the clock on your five seconds of attention. <laughs> and then we've got the assholes like CNN. Mm-hmm. Sorry, CNN. No, you guys no, we're, piss me we're not off. sorry. <laughs> they load their video asynchronously so that you think you're safe, but you're not. <laughs> you realize you're not safe about 10 seconds into the page. Once you've already scrolled down, you're scanning that content, and now the audio hits you. Oh. Now you know something else is going on. That's almost worse to me I really uh, in those hate- instances. I, I, re- like, I read pretty fast, and I like to scan like I know a lot of web users do. And I really hate it when you make me consume your content through video at this, like, pace where people are talking. And it's like, I don't want to – I just want to know the thing. You clickbaited me into the article. Just – I want to find out the thing. I don't want to watch your stupid video. Text overhead is literally bytes at that mm-hmm. point. And so when you're, you've got that and you've got it in front of you and you're already engaged with that content, you know, how, how many years have we talked about this idea of content being king, right? Mm-hmm. Everything comes down to the text on the page. That's what people come for. And video was this great idea, and we started looking at putting it on a page. Then we started autoplaying it. Then we started <laughs> using it for advertisements. It's, it's like you were saying earlier that when a video starts playing and then an ad starts playing mm-hmm. – um, What's I don't I don't know off the top of my head the ad provider who does the little right corner pop ups, oh that have the little videos in ad, them ad choice. I don't I don't remember who it is. I genuinely don't know off the top of my head with that. I know that they are awful human beings <laughs> for making me put up with that and that idea that okay you've got video on your website that I'm looking because I, I think uh, uh I may be wrong I think it's CNET um mm-hmm. that does this that that uses both services they have auto playing video but then they have this little video ad pop up neither of them are muted mind you right so now you're you're trying to give me genuine video content but you also have an ad on your page that is audio and not muted yeah so you've got two ears that's one for each video right I, I trust. I can trust nothing anybody is giving me at this point right. because I don't know who is. What's yeah. the ad? What's the content? What's the point? <laughs> I get angry, mm-hmm. and then I get over it. But the reality is that that's what's happening, right? We're pissing people off, and then it happens again. And then the, you know the whole point of like our job as web developers is to make sites that are. Like we're trying to provide either a service or content or something of value to our users because we're supposed to ostensibly care about what our users, you know, like what they're visiting us for. And it seems like when you're doing things to piss your users off, whether it's autoplaying videos or or whatever, you're kind of uh, disrespecting your users or just like taking them for granted that like they won't go somewhere else. I, I will 
if there's a video thing, like if I click through a thing and I want to know something and it's a video and there's no transcript, I will straight click right out of that. I do not care enough. Don't care if it's NPR or whoever. NPR does that. They don't always do transcripts. Like I do not want to listen to your stupid audio. <laughs> it, it makes me think uh, there was a tweet that went out a, a little while back. That Sarah L. Jaffe, if I, I hope I'm saying her name right. Uh, <laughs> the quote that she gave on that I think sums it up. She says, Dear websites, I literally never want autoplay video news. When I click on the article, go away, stop, I hate you. <laughs> yes, plus one. I mean, <laughs> where are the tweets that say, holy shit, news site, I am so glad that I clicked on that link and you started that video for me the second I landed on it. I am so thrilled that I consumed your content that much faster. If you're Nobody looking says at it- that. If you're looking at it from a metric standpoint, though, they have 100% plays, right? 100% of users are playing their videos. They may not be getting past three or five seconds, but they're all playing them. <laughs> you know, that that goes back to the heart of it, right? That that's why this has become such a big deal because they, you have, you have managers who care about view numbers. You mm-hmm. have advertisers that care about eyeballs. Yep. And they don't care if they piss people off because they're pretty confident that those same people will come back. At some other time, yeah. they like they won't not consume that information. I would argue that that's not true, though. Facebook's been trying to court uh, users to start using their video platform instead of YouTube by saying how many more views their videos are getting. But the thing is, if you look at the metrics, and I don't remember the website where I saw this, but I swear I read it, that uh, they're only looking at the first, I think it was John or Hank Green, actually, one of them. But they're, they're looking at the first, I think, 10 seconds of video or... 10 or 30 seconds and using that as counting as one view. Whereas YouTube kind of looks at a more like a holistic, how much time are people spend consuming our video content? Hey, and if there's one guy I'm going to trust about video views, it's John and Hank green. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nerdfight Terrier for life, man. Yes. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> hi guys. If you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Uh, this is episode number one in case anybody didn't catch. And I have no doubt that John and Hank green will be tuning in for this episode. So if, uh, <laughs> If you're listening, hey, don't forget guys, to be awesome. Welcome. I'm I'm glad you decided to tune into us three years after we became famous. Right. <laughs> yes. Now, if that happens three years after we've been doing this and we're famous, that's going to be really prescient. But yeah. thinking, okay, thinking about pissing people off because I like this thread. Mm-hmm. I don't. Okay, I work from home. Um, it's not as great as people think it is. I do Whatever. get to listen to a lot of music. Mm-hmm. I listen to a ton of music. What if I'm trying to do that, I'm focused, I'm coding, and you interrupt me with autoplay video? You don't mm. know what I'm doing. Yeah. You're polluting my audio environment. You know, we talk about audio is one channel. Yeah. Whatever you pump into my audio sphere, I'm having to take in, and you are polluting my experience. Yeah. Or if uh, if you're like... Like we're video conferencing right now, and like if you, what if you're video conferencing with a coworker, and they're like, "Hey, like you know, read this article or something," or you know, if you want like to open something. Play this or... game, and you're over eighteen. <laughs> Please click on my chest right you're, now. You're really bored during an online meeting, and <laughs> decide to go find the latest episode of Game Game of Teen Mom. <laughs> and to to bring it a, a little bit down a little bit though, what if I've got a disability? Hmm. What if I'm somebody who has motor control issues and you've mm-hmm. decided to autoplay that video and now I have to go through whatever system I'm using, whether it's joystick, keyboard controls, oh, uh, whatever God. the case may be, mouth controls, 
and now I have to navigate back to your video controls to turn off the video that I didn't want playing in the first place. Does does screen readers like Jaws or any of those even get to like flash video controls? Is that even possible? Flash video, I'm pretty sure that's a no because. Let's yeah, so you just SOL then. <laughs> You're just SOL. So I'm, so I'm good, hoping they don't even parse Flash at all to begin with. Good luck. Know. Good luck hearing what Jaws is telling you as you're scanning through all the headings and everything while there's a video playing its fucking advertisements or newscast or whatever. Or the real threat here is what if, let's say I'm a deaf user, right? Mm -hmm. And something starts playing. I don't know. <laughs> what if it's Students right now, it's we're coming up on the end of the year. Uh, actually, we're recording this at the end of the year. You'll be hearing it just after. If I'm a deaf student, I'm studying for finals. I'm sitting in my nice, quiet library. I've got my laptop open. I don't know that it's not muted necessarily. And I click a link to see something, and I hear, if you're over the age of 18, <laughs> please click wherever you want to right now. <laughs> He's just trying to read an article, man. And, and, and now the open, whole library thinks he's a pervert. And if the, if it's open in a new tab, like they may not even be aware that it's that it's playing at all. The the little speaker yeah. icon in Chrome, while mm -hmm. nice and a great step, is absolutely not enough. Right. You need like a screen flash or something. And to the web developers that let this happen, to to you guys that aren't standing up to your managers that aren't willing to fight this fight, let me be very clear that it is an accessibility spec. Mm -hmm. you, is it in you can't WCHS? do that. It's, yeah. it's like under five seconds. It's like a, you can play like up to five seconds or something yeah. like that. That Beyond that, you, you're in violation of accessibility standards to begin with, and you're putting yourselves on the hook for that. Mm -hmm. If I'm somebody who is having trouble with that as a, a, a disabled person, if I file a lawsuit against you, guess what? <laughs> There's, you have no excuse. You have no way out of that. Yeah. <laughs> they don't care <laughs> shrug emoji yeah uh, i don't want to i don't want to derail with like getting into how much i hate the ads but yeah <laughs> <laughs> i i think uh there, there's one more disability and that's just being a web developer where you have you have like 57 tabs open at once because yes. i've got well they've got 20 tabs open on recapture documentation i've got 14 github pages open and now one of these pages is uh, is making sound. It's it's where's Waldo? It's a where's yeah, Waldo of annoying audio. When when I don't know um, people who aren't compulsive tab openers like us may not know this, but when you get to enough tabs in Chrome, it kind of looks like a saw, like like the top of a saw. You don't even <laughs> see the names, and you don't see the speaker icon. So, good luck trying to figure out which one suddenly started making noise, especially if it was a page that has a rotating ad thing. I've seen this happen. Silent ad, you know, just like a little banner in the corner for five ten minutes and then all of a sudden super loud sunday 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 and it's and it's just deafening and you're like where where the hell is this coming from i haven't heard this so far that's a great thing too when you combine that with the previous example of the audio conference mm -hmm. i have sat in on more video calls than i can even count where we're in the middle of having a conversation and somebody shared a link to a blog somebody just tried to say hey look at this article something mm -hmm. and somebody has clicked on it you know, while we're in the conference, because any number of us are just sitting at home, you know, at the time, just trying to, to uh, multitask. And you hear over that video conference, that audio. And so not only are they embarrassed, they're distracted, but now everybody's distracted that's <laughs> right. in that meeting as well. Because now we're trying to figure out whose audio is bleeding through on top of it. <laughs> 
why aren't you using headphones? <laughs> I, I feel bad because I don't use headphones, but I like to think that my microphone is set up in a way that doesn't have that problem. But it, it is. It's we, we, we complain about auto-playing videos, and the videos really aren't the problem. It's the audio. Mm-hmm. It's the audio that makes all the difference there in terms of what makes it okay and not okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, go, going back to your point about the, the multi-tabs and everything, there was a, a Nielsen Norman Group article about um, multi-tab. They call it page parking or parallel browsing. Um, and it's ever since the browser started having the new tab feature instead of just Windows, um, people have developed this habit of kind of opening up multiple pages at once as kind of a buffer or like a queue of stuff they want to look through. Um, I do it a lot when I hit YouTube up. I look at my subs page and I'm like, oh, these five of 50 look interesting. So just open them up in new tabs. But if you have uh, autoplay video content happening there, either ads or main content, all of a sudden you've got like loud noises happening in one or more tabs. YouTube thankfully doesn't do that. They were smart, but um, not, not everybody does does that. Coming up after we refill our glasses, we talk about YouTube, Facebook, and what you should be thinking about if you're designing websites with videos. Customers of GasMark 8 enjoy free SSL certificates, sites that are served over HTTP2, and the experience of owners who design the service around the needs of their customers. Listeners of the Drunken UX podcast can enjoy service for $10 a month. Just sign up at gasmark8.com slash drunk. That's gasmark, the number 8.com slash drunk. YouTube's done it right, I think. They mm-hmm. they are part of the example that I th- – or what is it? The, the exception that defies the rule, so to speak. Yeah. That, you know, when I'm – if I'm using Twitter, if I'm using Facebook and I click on a link, links are not contextual. Mm-hmm. A link tells me nothing about what I'm going to except the title. And because I've been using the web for as long as I have, maybe this will change in 10 or 20 years. But right now when I click on a link, I expect a page with mm-hmm. text you know, or photos or something. Right. When I click on YouTube, I expect video. If I click on Vimeo, I expect mm-hmm. video. Yeah. So I know contextually that their links are going to present me with something else that is different. Yeah. If I click on WKRPS uh, or whatever the, the – Oh, come on. If it's uh, a local news site, you know it's going to have video. Well, I do <laughs> now. They, they have punished me into knowing <laughs> – if you don't know yet, you're going to learn soon. <laughs> but when you click any virtually anywhere else, you don't expect that. That's really right. – that's that's part of this problem. YouTube gets away with it because you have the expectation and you have control. You have full control mm-hmm. on that page over what's going on and down to whether it autoplays another video after you're done. Mm-hmm. Maybe the only time that becomes maybe a bit of an exception, right, is maybe if you, you're an audio user of YouTube and that's all that you're doing on there. Yeah. But even then, right, you've you've asked for it. Yeah. You're you're requesting that you know what you're getting. I think. Yeah, I, I think uh, I I think it was Nielsen Norman that that coined the term um, a link is a promise, and that like and that promise is that when you present a user with a link to something, they you're sort of the, the user is expecting you to have given them the information they need to know about what's going to happen when they click on that link. Is it going to open up in like a new window or the same tab? Is it going to go to video? Is it going to be a downloadable file? What's what's going to happen? You know, like they shouldn't have to look at the status bar at the bottom of the browser window to kind of decode their expectation. If I send you an Amazon link that says, you know, Blue Yeti model USB 100, 
mm-hmm. and you click on that Amazon link, what do you expect to get? I don't expect to have an autoplayed video. <laughs> right. I don't expect to land on there and have – they usually – like a lot of Amazon, especially big products, have like video information mm-hmm. on them now. But they don't assault you with that. They yeah. say, hey, here's – you know, here it is in the little panel. You can click on that if you want it. But mm-hmm. you expect to get a product page that is just waiting for you to engage with it. Yeah, exactly. I come back to CNN on this uh, and any news site really, but – when I click on a news article, I'm thinking, at least in my brain, I'm going to read a story. Mm-hmm. And I I know that's not true. I know somewhere in my brain, yeah, they're going to throw a stupid freaking video at me. Mm-hmm. Um, CNN's problem, though, is that they're really inconsistent about it. And this is where YouTube – YouTube has an expectation set. They've made that promise. We are a mm-hmm. video website. You click on our link, you get a video. CNN has not promised me that. <laughs> CNN right. only has promised me that they will give me news. The format that news takes, I have no way of predicting. Mm-hmm. It's it's very mixed. It's it's sometimes an, a video, but mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes not. Both. Sometimes it's a photo gallery. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they send me off to their uh, uh, new or their sports site, which is a totally different site entirely, even though it still uses <laughs> a CNN link. What about local news though? Local news is what I think ultimately drives me up the wall because I pay attention to a lot of local news you think that they would prior i mean if they're putting their content up on the web you'd think that they would prioritize putting the resources into doing this correctly you know i i i I gotta say that the thing that bugs me the most npr does this a lot and i'm really surprised because you would think that a progressive news organization organization like this would have better use of transcripts but oh my god like every single time you go to there and it's like you have to listen to it. Like, they'll break it up into sections. It's like articles or, like, segments that would have ads between them. And you don't have to listen to the ads, thankfully. But but it's there's no transcripts. And I, I, oh, I just really hate that. The reverse of that is what I've seen a lot of, at least here with our local news, is it's all transcript. Mm-hmm. The articles themselves are literally word-for-word transcripts of what's in the video. Mm-hmm. Good for accessibility. Why are you auto-playing my video then? <laughs> right. By the time your video has finished loading and the news anchor has made the introduction, I've already scanned the text content. The only way I would want an auto-play video to read me the article I'm reading is if it's Samuel L. Jackson. I don't oh, yeah. like, oh, read no, no. the fuck out of this article. <laughs> I am I am 100% on board with Morgan Freeman as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be all right. Yeah. yeah. I would be all right with that. But or Stephen I Fry. I don't think the local guys here can afford them. <laughs> local news has that problem that you know they a they're not they don't care right that's really like you can tell there is no love there is no heart in any of that content yeah it's they're putting it up there because well they have a website and they don't care about putting enough money into it to make it interesting or different or otherwise make is sense. that is that like a conglomeration issue though i mean i, is oh, it I have that, no doubt yeah they all yeah you, when when a, a news organization owns you know twenty stations, they yeah. buy one CMS and they all share that platform. Right, right, yeah, like a Gannett does with newspapers. It's it is so indicative of what happens when you let the tools dictate the mm-hmm. behavior. It's yeah. it's very very indicative. I think of that that they're like well, here's this platform, here's how we use it. Mm-hmm. Not well, here's how says we, we have to put a video. <laughs> Got to put a video up there. They all so, for instance, at least here, and I don't, I don't know off the top of my head who owns the local news stations here. Mm. Um, 
they they have a CMS of some kind. It's garbage to begin with, but we'll <laughs> let that slide. But the video content they have uses playlist functionality. So if you okay. go to a news site, and I don't mind sometimes letting it autoplay because I do have an interest in watching the newscasts, and I don't mm. sit down at 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock and watch them sometimes. What I do have a problem with is they then go into playlist mode where after I have watched the latest episode of the intersection that they're tearing up and when to avoid that part of town, mm-hmm. they then jump into a donation that was given to the local hospital. Mm-hmm. Right, because that's what you really came to hear about. <laughs> what, what does that have to do with anything that I'm interested in? I, I think that's going back to that whole thing that like some some people expect that their users just going to hang out on their website, like like oh let's put a chat function out in there, and uh, you know like maybe we'll put the weather, and then but even though we're a local government website or a higher ed or whatever, we'll put we'll put the uh, like links to Hotmail in there. Why not? <laughs> Facebook has it right. I think Facebook. They do that thing where job. it jumps the video when you scroll down, it jumps the video to the left, top left corner, right? Isn't that what they do now? Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. if you've interacted right. with it, right. if you've interacted with it, a mm-hmm. they keep the video in view. That's interesting. Um, that was weird the first now, time that happened. I think Facebook is. It's it's still weird. It's still like, for, in my head, I think when I'm scrolling, I've keyed into the audio and I don't think about. Mm-hmm the the video portion of it at that point so when it pops to the side it definitely sort of (laughs) is jarring a little bit and facebook itself has a number of issues layout wise that i think we could do a whole episode on but i think at least they're Mm -hmm. they're muting their videos they autoplay everything now i mean any video you see is autoplay but they Mm -hmm. at least are muting them and saying you know what we we know that a the bandwidth isn't that much, mm-hmm. not for desktops anymore. On the right. mobile app, it doesn't do that. It doesn't autoplay them on the mobile app. But the other thing, and this is sort of a weird side effect, but it's something I've seen a lot more. And I love it and I hate it. But videos are burning captions in because they know that people are oh, unmuting them. What? Like, like they're, it's not a not how YouTube does it with the closed caption like layer? No, no, no. Yeah, like... Like if you think about the the now this or the BuzzFeed videos and and a lot of yeah. like the humor videos and stuff or uh, all these uh, the tasty oh, you right. know or cooking videos, they are they are hard captioning the videos that come up because they know and I'm assuming Facebook gives maybe yeah. some kind of analytics on uh, mute and unmute maybe they don't I don't know mm-hmm. I don't post video on YouTube or on, on Facebook so I don't know. As a result, it's a mm-hmm. much better experience for me. My hearing is great. I have no hearing problems, but I don't want to hear your video, but I don't mind scrolling past right. and seeing the text. And I have watched a lot of mm-hmm. videos because of that, I think. It has enticed me. The reason I think I don't like it is because I just personally don't like burnt-in captions. I would rather see it yeah, captioned I, the right Yeah, I have way. noticed a lot of uh, YouTube videos, too, especially, like, music ones where there's singing or rapping or whatever. They'll... They'll audit, They'll have the the words appear on the screen like with the thing. I I kind of like that because you can't always understand what people are saying. But it, it is weird though, like not having it as a class caption thing. It, it's a step in the right direction though, because if you're writing the captions to burn them in, it's a very short step to getting those yeah. captions available to any platform as yeah. like an accessibility yeah, compliance type thing. Um, you know, it's a short mm-hmm. step I think to that point. Um, I wish. And I'm 
like 98% sure that the Facebook videos do actually support captioning, but that's not getting used. People aren't in, you know, utilizing that piece of it if that's the case, mm -hmm. um, as far as I know. That's something I should have researched before we started the episode, but now I'm about four drinks into this, so <laughs> give me a break. If this is the first episode you've listened to, if it's the 12th episode you've listened to, guys, this is what it's we're, about. We we're drink sorry, and we rant, John and so Hank Green. Have fun. <laughs> we're, I'm, I'm very so sorry to, to, to the Green brothers. This is how I say awesome, so you're going to have to just accept that. Oh, oh there was... Um... There's an article, and the link will be in the doobly-doo, um, but it's <laughs> it's the uh, it, it's called "We Hate Autoplay 2: Three Experts on Landing Page Video Best Practices," and it's really good. And what they did was they actually do autoplaying, but they have uh, they they did research of their users to find out um, exactly like what's the best way they can deliver this to the users in in a the kindest way possible from their web developers. It's really awesome. They did A-B testing and all the decisions were data informed and it, it resulted in users consuming 30 minutes beyond the average, which I think was already 30 minutes. Um, so roughly like an hour total, I think, since they started doing autoplay. I, uh, check it out, it's a good article. To me, anyway, I think what part of the exception to the rule, we've talked about you know, the news sites, we've talked about uh, media, Facebook, YouTube, but I, the one that stands out as sort of a, a weird mm -hmm. outlier is Netflix, right? Um, Netflix has auto-playing video. Yeah. They do those little video promos. Like if, if you're sitting yeah. on the browse page and you go to – why? It's why weird. Do do and they me? even – like if you're on – they, they just this is a recent thing, right? Like they just recently started doing this. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's it's yeah. in the last maybe what two or three months. I think they've started doing this. That I'm sensitive to it because mm -hmm. I use a home theater PC. So when I watch Netflix, I'm not using like a Fire Stick or a Chromecast or anything like that. I'm literally using yeah. a computer on my TV, and so it's it's Chrome. It just thinks it's a web page and will pull up Netflix and start scrolling down that page, and that mm -hmm. promo will start playing for bright or or uh or easy or whatever show mm -hmm. is currently you know popular that they're trying to plug for some reason i don't know why like if you would ask me objectively is that something that would annoy me i would say no but having experienced it i find that it's actually i, I have the, the netflix app i have a samsung a, a smart whatever that means tv and i have the netflix app on it and when you click into a show, like if you go to like a, either a movie or a television show, um, while you're reading the info to decide whether or not you want to watch it, it'll just start playing the first episode. It's like, ah, uh, you've looked at it five or ten seconds. You're probably just going to start watching it. It's like, I, hey, man, like, I don't know. I don't know if we're ready to get married to this show just yet. <laughs> so here's – and here's where the opposite – like Netflix employs a completely inverse r rule to this, which I find just <laughs> – ironic in this case which is i don't mind that they autoplay mm -hmm. video or uh, episodes if i'm watching yeah. one episode mm -hmm. let me watch the next one once you've watched what is it three episodes yeah then they stop you right. then they don't autoplay anymore yeah and I, I totally get why i understand why they do that but it, i do find it humorous hey, in context like if you're if you're committed to binge watching them suddenly asking you like are you sure are you still watching <laughs> sorry are you are you still there are you are you really <laughs> that sad and lonely and is it I yes, think on I am. Twitter where Thank they you. asked, like, who watched, what, what movie was it? The, the 
Christmas Prince, Christmas Prince or something, who watched it 367th or how many times? It was, it was, it was a lot. It was too many. I'm sorry. I don't know who watches it, but I'm sorry. It was too many. I don't know. To, to yeah. bring this home a little bit, I think, uh, you know, I think about what people can do and how we address this as web developers. And, you know, some, we can't rely on mm-hmm. Chrome to do our fighting for us. Chrome is releasing now the update. In fact, I think it just rolled out, if I remember my news right, where they started by notifying you, right, mm-hmm. that audio was playing on a tab. They gave you the little icon. Now they're going to just yeah. stop it entirely. They're not going to allow auto-playing videos. Uh, mm-hmm. Apple's been doing this for a while in Safari um, and on mobile devices. They've just said, you know what? No. If you have video that's going to start playing, we're yeah. going to programmatically stop it. But we can't rely on that, right? That's, that's yeah, the and, wrong answer, uh, I feel yeah. like. I... HTML5 has a spec yeah. for autoplay. And the design is that you can go into your browser then and say, I am okay with allowing people right. to do that, or I'm not okay I'm to allow people in. doing that. I'm I'm a big fan of opting in. At the same time, I feel like that's mm-hmm. easily abused because I don't know – Yeah, I haven't seen a good implementation of it yet at the browser level that says, I want to allow HTML5 mm-hmm. autoplay videos yeah, like on this it. site. That would be all right. Yeah, like whitelisting it because I feel like if I if I whitelist it on you know CNET and the little corner mm-hmm. pop up comes up, does that count <laughs> as on site if it's oh, reading it in from a yeah. third party? I don't know. As a user, I yeah. don't know, and as a developer, I haven't tested it, so I I, don't I, know. I I feel a little weird about like the browser sort of like preemptively breaking that contract with developers as far as what is going to be expected and how it's going to behave. I mean, developers shouldn't be abusing their users in that way anyways, but for a browser to sort of step in and kind of break that expectation, it doesn't pass good smell for me. I have a huge worry here of getting that dreaded call from like manager X that says, I'm visiting that page and that video (laughs) isn't playing and spending four hours of my life trying to figure out why the video is broken for only to find out that she had the settings in her browser changed. The code was right. Yeah. The settings were right. You know, everything I did was right. But because she had disallowed it and didn't realize that. Yes. Because you yes. know it's going to happen. You know that that is <sighs> something that people do. It's like Zoom, right? Allowing mm-hmm. somebody to Zoom a page. I've fought that so many times where people have said, well, this doesn't look right. <laughs> this, uh, you know, if you, if, you have, if you have pixel pusher type developer or a designer. It looks like I'm zoomed out on the page. But then they've zoomed something in. <laughs> Why does your page look like I'm zoomed in? I, I can't deal with that. I don't, I don't know what the answer is outside of just encouraging people to say no yeah. a lot. Or just, you know, like, don't don't, don't give them the, the site time. Like, jump – if you see a site that's auto-playing video, you don't have to suffer through it. You could probably get that information elsewhere. So just bounce. Get the heck out of that site. And I know that there are reasons a lot of these companies that have is. auto-playing video. I get it. Uh well, they think they have reasons. Let me put it that way. They have reasons they think are true. And I know that web developers sometimes get brought into fights that they just mm-hmm. – it's a hill they don't want to die on battles. because, you know, it's the difference between yeah. their paycheck or not at that point. But I feel like there is at least some requirement to sit down and say, okay, I, I'm not going to say no, but I'm going to yeah. show you that people hate this. Or – 
I am going to say no, but I'm going to yes. track how people use this. And I'm not going to tell you I'm doing that. I think that that's, that's, I've been a big fan of that. Like when, when you present the counter case to your supervisor or whomever, and you say like, I don't think this is a good idea. You know, I'm making my case as a responsible web developer. You know, you, you can tell me to do whatever and I have to do it, et cetera. But uh, I, I'm a big fan of providing data or analytics to sort of support or, or to learn from that and be like, oh, I guess I was wrong. Um, I don't think that would be the case with this, but. It goes back to the example you gave earlier, right? The the company that was doing the video website that discovered that by autoplaying videos, they got a huge mm-hmm. jump in the attention span people had. You know, everybody's circumstances are going to yeah. be very different on this stuff. And you owe it to yourselves not necessarily to say no blindly. You know, yeah. say no where it makes sense. But also, it's one yeah, of those trust yeah. but verify a, situations. And don't be afraid to sit down and say, if I'm going to play this video, let's record yeah. the data for that and see what does our bounce rate look like? It has compared to, compare to prior to doing like? autoplay. One of the things, and here's something, and I think about, I come back to CNN because I do read CNN a lot. I don't, I know people bitch about how it's a liberal, uh, whatever, it's, it's a new source site. of fake news. Yeah. Okay, whatever. I'm reading about SpaceX. (laughs) I don't think there's much of a liberal liberal agenda applied to the (laughs) SpaceX story. But I think about when when I go there and I have this problem of listening to or reading a story and then hearing a video playing, the angle there that I would take as a developer is I want to measure Mm -hmm. scroll depth as it applies to the exit rate. Think about that for a second. Especially because they put the video at the top of the page. It's Mm -hmm. the first thing that's there. And I have to scroll past it to get mm-hmm. to the text anyway. So if I know that 80% of my users are halfway down my page before mm-hmm. the video starts playing, doesn't that give you something really <laughs> useful to use? Maybe they weren't expecting the video to play. I It's annoying when you go to the, like the news site. I don't know if CS, CNN does this or not, but I think HuffPo does, where like it, it loads and you think, you think, like you hope, with your heart of hearts that it's not going to autoplay and it doesn't appear to, but then you're halfway down the article and then all of a sudden you hear the people talking. It's like, God, you want to scroll back up the page and hit pause. I have to hear the dumb people talking. I'm like, I can read myself. I think that's the best advice. And that, I think that's going to mm-hmm. be advice people hear a lot is yeah, definitely. trust your data and don't be afraid to get data mm-hmm. that disagrees with you, but you know, yeah. at least look for it and don't go in biased, you know, don't set mm-hmm. up your data to fail. Don't not track something because you're worried that it might conflict with what you, you want to get. serve your users as best you can. I mean, in you know, browsing habits change over time, and and we have to be open to accepting that things may be different, um, even if we don't like them or we think they're stupid. Like right now, you know, people scan well. We hit a page full of text. We can mm-hmm. burn down that page of text, pull out the important chunks, and scan it, and be yeah. out of that page in 15 seconds. I'm not going to sit there yeah. and watch a three-minute video. I, I had a thing come up recently uh, at work where it was discussion about wanting to keep people on the site as long as possible. And I was like, why do we want to keep them on the site as long as possible? We don't need them to hang out here. You know, like, they're going to come in with a task or, like, some kind of objective they have. We want to get them to them as quick as possible. If I go to a site and I can get my answer in 10 seconds and get out of there, I am a happy user and I will consider that site to be a good resource. If somebody stays on your site longer and doesn't convert mm-hmm. in a meaningful way, <laughs> yeah, that, that's a failure. <laughs> that means they've spent 
they really wanted to do something, and they tried really hard to do it. And if you don't have a conversion yeah. number for that person, that's a tab they forgot that to you close. You failed them. <laughs> So that's the message, folks. I think uh, I think it's clear from us that we hate <laughs> autoplaying videos. I think it's clear from you that you hate autoplaying videos. Sarah Jaffe definitely uh, hates them. I hope that uh, – <laughs> I think that at the end of the day, we can do something about that. Kill it and with fire. We can, yeah. we can be better. Uh, at the end of the day, we can be better. That's uh, Or encourage yes. each other to be better. We can encourage their stats to be better by not using video – not using sites that do this. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode. We're discussing autoplay videos. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Both are slash DrunkenUX to stay abreast of more topics that we discuss drunkenly and hear what we're drinking and talking about. This episode of the Drunken UX podcast is brought to you by Gasmark 8. Look, web hosting is not sexy. It's just something that's kind of there. You pay every month to the big hosting company that secretly owns all the smaller hosting companies, and you get slow speeds, oversold servers, and terrible support. But the reality is, the couple extra seconds it takes for your website to load could mean lost customers or clients. Less customers equals less money. Where do you go if you want super fast, reliable, and affordable web hosting and you don't really want to babysit a Linux server 24-7? Gasmark 8. Their hosting environment is built for speed and security. All SSD storage, check. Blazing fast WordPress, check. Free SSL certificates for all domains if you don't already have one, check. Data centers on both US coasts, the UK, and mainland Europe, yes, yes, yes. Gasmark 8 was started by an American, Mike Rachwalski, and a Brit, Adam Palin. Two hired veterans who met at a conference and started a company making WordPress websites. As more clients complained about their web hosting, Mike and Adam thought over a couple of ciders at the pub that there's got to be a better way. So they built one, and now dozens of small businesses, developers, and nonprofits trust Gasmark 8 with hosting their websites. If you run a web development or creative agency, Gasmark 8 has a great reseller program you can use to upsell their fast and secure hosting to your clients. As a special for listeners of the Drunken UX podcast, Gasmark 8 is offering this limited time special. You can get all the features of their super fast platform for just $10 a month. Just go to gasmark8.com slash drunk to sign up. That's gasmark, the number eight, dot com slash drunk. And maybe even help us pick out our next uh, topic that we will sit here and, and talk to you guys about. In fact, next week, or not next yeah. week, what is it, next episode? What is it, every two we'll weeks? See. I don't know. Uh, maybe I shouldn't drink so much. We'll Whatever see. the hangover wears off. Hey, guys, this, this is how it goes, man. Uh, yes. Tune in next time. That's a good way to put it. Uh, we will be talking about e-commerce experiences and see what we can dredge up and who we can humiliate.